Hello and welcome to Leading from the Middle, the podcast for middle leaders, brought to you by Education Support and the leaders team at Twinkle. Hi, I'm Gemma from Education Support. And I'm Claire from the leaders team. We hope this inspires you and you enjoy the episode. Hello, hello and welcome to the pod. We are talking about a big subject today. We're talking about saying no. Do you ever do it? If not, why not? Can you learn to do it with kindness and effectiveness? Will the world end if you start saying no tomorrow? Spoiler alert, it will not. We've got the brilliant Gemma Drinkle with us here today. I know her as an education support associate, but she's also way more than that. She's a trainer, a speaker and a podcaster. She's got over seven years experience working in education and she just knows middle leadership inside out and back to front. She's been a head of year, a co-head of department, you name it, she's done it. Uh, But she's here today to talk about setting boundaries. So Gemma, welcome to the pod. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. It's so amazing to be here. Thanks for having me. Hi, Gemma. So spring you, the, the tricky question on you, first of all, why is saying no so hard? I mean, where to start? It's, I think the, the biggest thing is, it's the reason why we go into teaching. You know, teachers are naturally people pleasers. They naturally want the very best for their students. They go into it with this idea that it's a vocation. And that phrase vocation kind of gives teaching permission to just kind of permeate through all parts of our lives. And saying no is kind of like saying no to that teacher part of ourselves or feeling like we're going to displease someone or disappoint someone. And that's like the very, very, very last thing that we ever want to do. So saying no is, is really challenging because, you know, even as a society, we're not very good at actually saying no to people. And when we take in that element of, you know, saying no to people that may um, have charge of us as our like uh, senior leaders or not wanting to disappoint our colleagues, even when like students come and say, ask for help at lunchtime and you're like sat there with like, you know, your sandwich is almost in your mouth. You're like, oh no, it's fine. I'll go help you. And then your lunch breaks over. It's, it is just those it's the little moments, but they build up and it's just it's just that little beautiful word, but it's a nightmare to say. <laughs> um, so I love the sandwich imagery. We've all been there. <laughs> yeah. um, so if our listeners are sat there thinking, oh, blimey, I'm absolutely dreadful at saying no. Um, but then all of a sudden, everything changes tomorrow when they start saying no with abandon. Uh, what can they expect to be different in their lives? To begin with, there'll be the tiniest bit of, ah, oh my God, is the world actually going to end? And then you slowly begin to realise with little evidence, actually, no, it's not. And I think one of the biggest things that you'll notice is actually value, your own self-value and how other people value you as well. If you are currently the people pleaser and the go-to, people go to you because they know you're going to say yes. And that, you know, people may un unintentionally take advantage you know oh I'm gonna go ask Gemma because Gemma always says yes if you start saying no first of all you will find that actually people stop coming to you so much and that may originally initially feel like a bad thing because you know we're we're people pleasers we want everyone to like us we want to be seen to be the the do it all and be able to keep all the plates the plates spinning so your requests will begin to go down 
But more importantly, the quality of your requests will go up. You know, people will come to you because you say yes to the right things and you say no to the right things as well. And it's not just that. It's also actually you begin to kind of like re not exactly reinvent yourself, but kind of like reinsert yourself back into your teacher role. One of the biggest things as a teacher is that we really struggle to like take our teacher mask off. You know, it's kind of glued onto our faces and we really struggle to switch off. We just struggle to step away from it. But by beginning to say no, start small. You know, I'm not saying tomorrow you're going to go to your head teacher. You're going to tell them where to stick it because that's probably not a great place to start. But, you know, starting small, whether it's a student comes to you, says, kind of have help with this homework. And you say, now's not a good time. I'm literally got my mouth full of a sandwich. Um, can you come back to me in five minutes? First of all, it's it, you then pass the responsibility back onto the other person. So they need to take responsibility to come back to you if it is actually important and relevant. Therefore, the, the quantity of things starts to go down. And if it is important, they will come back so the quality starts to go up. But it's ultimately that you you find yourself again and you can actually start to disentangle yourself from teaching, which is not to say that teaching's a thing to be disentangled from but it's got to have its its space and saying no is a way of creating that space mm. so yeah so true um so how do we say that word then what's your advice for say how to say no I mean you can always start and this is a stupid suggestion but like literally say no to yourself in the mirror just go into a room and scream no all the time get used to the word um but like seriously if the word freaks you out don't use it is it, probably my first piece of advice you know if someone comes to you request say now's not a good time can can you come back to me later um also actually you know saying oh that sounds you know say a, a um member of your team comes to you and with a suggestion of, of a new school trip that they want to organize you know, that sounds like a great thing. That, that sounds great. Now isn't the best time. Can we book in a time that we can discuss that instead? It's kind of putting the pause button on and then um, like reforming, reframing the situation rather than an immediate yes or immediate no. It's really about giving yourself time to think because very often we say yes and then afterwards go, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Now I'm stuck doing this thing I don't want to do or wasn't right for me or I'm not the right person. Oh, it's more work for me. It's really about um, creating that pause button for yourself to stop and think and then respond. That's so good. And in that pause, there's kind of time for you to think, right, well, if I would need to negotiate this thing, if I want to do it, but there has to be terms in order to not break myself, um, then that pause gives you the space, doesn't it? Um, so actually, for those who are very allergic to know, a little bit of another way of looking at it might be to say you're actually asking for a pause. I think that's incredibly yeah. helpful. Yeah. It, it, gives you time. it gives you time, doesn't it, to actually decide and not make your kind of your first reaction, which will be, yes, 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 that's fine. Yes. Um, by saying pause you then get a chance to actually reflect on whether that's what you want to say or not. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's that classic Rachel and Ross, we're on a break. It's, it's one of those. That it's, yeah, you, you need to give yourself the, the time because like you said, we, we're, we naturally want to do the very best for our students. We naturally want to impress our SLT. We, we want to make sure that everyone's happy with us. And saying yes feels like the logical solution to that. If you say yeah. yes to everyone. 
But the reality is, the more you take on, the more you say yes, the more things you've got on your plates. It's kind of like if you're at a buffet and you say yes to the burger, you say yes to the chips, you say yes to the salad, you say yes to the noodles. You say, Eventually, you can't eat it all. And you're going to have to like, one of the chefs is going to be disappointed with you. You didn't eat my burger. How upset and disappointed I am with you. When actually, if you said no to begin with, that disappointment would be completely avoided. So saying yes is is a trap. (laughs) (laughs) It's by saying no, you're actually being more selective and therefore more productive, more progressive and kinder to yourself, which is really what should have started at the top of that list. It's being kind to yourself because that means that you are able to perform and serve your students so much better than you would if you didn't. Definitely. You mentioned SLT in there. So does it does saying no look or feel different if you're saying it up the chain instead of down? I think it does, but only because we have that different perspective. We perceive saying no to SLT is probably going to be scarier and have more negative connotations and things than if we said no to, um, you know, someone below us and the leadership chain so that perception it's something to be aware of because yes it will be slightly different but it's because you perceive it to be different and the way we perceive our reality that's what makes our reality that's what makes our experience so in those situations you know be be working with your own integrity like how do you feel comfortable in saying no how would you want to receive the word no? And, you know, even think about a time when someone has said no to you. What did you think about that person? Did you think, damn, actually, that's quite impressive. Well done. You were brave to say no. Or actually, it doesn't matter. I'll go find someone else to help me with this thing. Like, it isn't the end of the world in the slightest. So be working with integrity, you know, act how you would want to be treated. Um, and... And again, you can use that that pause thing. It, it doesn't have to be an outright no. And then you give them the finger and you turn away and walk away. Like no isn't, it isn't an offensive word. It is a, it's just the word. Yeah. And this, I love the fact that you um, talk about integrity there because what I'm really getting from what you're saying is move into the pause, be more intentional with what you say yes to and align it with your own priorities and your own vision of who you are as a middle leader rather than being in a reactive space of saying yes to everybody if you say yes to everyone everyone else is defining your work day everyone else is defining how you are a middle leader in in that respect um so i love that you bring it back to your own priorities your own integrity um last question then Gemma. before we run out of time um if you could sum up a top tip that you would like our middle leaders to take away with them what would it be it would be that pause button it would be a now's not a good time can i come back to you and i think what you've just said Gemma, is is brilliant and i wish i'd said it the way that you just said it because that was just so clear but you're absolutely right it's it's pausing so that you are still the driver of your day you know as a teacher we kind of feel like everything is being done to us when actually we choose to let it be done to us sometimes so we can take that power and control back amazing uh Gemma thank you so much uh how can our listeners stay in touch with you 
Um, so I'm all over the place, but best place to find me is on Twitter at Gemma underscore Drinkle, Drinkle, like I'm a really thirsty person. Um, or you can find my Facebook community, which is called Teachers with Boundaries. Oh, that sounds good. Thanks so much, Gemma. Talk soon. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening. And if you like what you heard, you can find more by searching Leading from the Middle, wherever you find your podcasts.